1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Left Hand, uh, Right Brain. I know I said every podcast, but I say it because I mean it. For all your likes, your subscribes, your rates, and uh, reviews, uh, your listens, your downloads, your, you know, all that jazz. You know. I preach. And, you know, if you like what you're hearing on this uh, left-hand, right-brain podcast, you should check out all the other podcasts under the LHRB banner, such as Let's Get Drunk and Talk About Your Wedding with Jen and Mel, which is exactly what it sounds like. Host Jen and Mel, throw back a couple drinks While chatting with their guests about love and marriage and everything in between. Or if you just want a silly goose time, you could check out Los Chupacabros, which is with mm, 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 podcast pals, Andres Besserel and Patrick Scott. We had a real good one this week. We talked about whether Patrick is an asshole or not, which, uh, you know, uh, jury's out on that one. No jury's in. Pretty much. Yeah, he can be an asshole. Uh, you got to check out the podcast and you know what I'm talking about. That's a fun one. And if you want to follow me, find out where I'm performing or what's going on in uh, my neck of the woods, I guess you can check out all my social medias like Left Hand Right Brain Podcast uh, at Facebook, uh, LHRB Podcast on Twitter, Left Hand Right Brain on Instagram, uh, and you can email me at lhrbpodcast at gmail.com. All right, with all the house cleaning done, we can get to this week's podcast, which is with Kevin and Arthur of the Discussion Combustion Podcast. I was on their podcast a couple weeks ago. Took a couple weeks for them to come on to mine, but we finally did it. It's not quite a crossover pod, but pretty close. Like I was saying, these guys are podcasters. They used to do music. One of them came from like a country background. One of them came from a rapper rapping background i guess you just say rapping both hit it off and then they got into podcasting started off as a little pod just doing it on their you know real diy pod doing it on their iphone and now they've got a whole studio situation they have a book a uh, real production going over there at the discussion combustion podcast it's always nice having fellow podcasters on because they know what's up they know how to carry a conversation so if you like what you hear on this week's pod definitely check out their podcast subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or on youtube because there's a whole video element we talk about here in the pod and i'd be remiss if i didn't say thank you to art and kevin they brought me a very nice scotch at the beginning of the podcast we did not drink it though i've been kind of on a whole sobriety kick recently or at least a not drinking kick (laughs) i mean not that i do any harder drugs but i'm not drinking at the moment is what i'm getting at we didn't break it out for the podcast but uh i brought them a whiskey when uh I was on their podcast and they returned it the favor. Actually, they up to it because apparently this is a very nice scotch. I can't remember the name, but it's like, you know, some kind of Scottish name. So that's how you know it's good. You can't pronounce it. It's like Lagervogel and something like that. Sounds German, but I don't know. Anyway, I had to give a shout to those guys. Thanks for doing that. I'm sure there will be a time in the future when I will be partaking and I'll be happy to have a nice bottle of scotch. Okay, they give all their Soches and uh links at the end of the podcast, so I won't get into that here. Again, thank you so much, Kevin and Art, for being on. I had a great time doing this podcast, and I hope you're going to enjoy listening to this week's LHRB Podcast, part of Left Hand, Right Brain Productions. Mm
0: No, we're with I'm a professional so now one of denver's originals yeah yeah og over here huh og
1: throw bed, bread from the streets pants sagging with my gun in my draws he has know that song yeah yeah i was just i was working out and i was listening to that today it really pumped me up did it <laughs>
2: yeah yeah they give you like a- that A-Con. kind of yeah
1: A-Con, young G's, eh? every once you in a while a song will come that?
2: on where i'll feel something like that where i just want to do something really aggressively whether that's working out or just run out of the house and my undies to take the trash out
0: <laughs> or just All or right. just
2: flail your limbs while you're bobbing your head you think
0: yeah like the, it's like a it's like a heavy dance
1: i guess i've never seen the music video for this and of course there's money falling from a it has to be a robbery
2: Convent. Convent. yeah oh yeah a I heard this kind of young
0: Jesus Three. trying to take a. it easy yeah, I like how you got this um, this setup here, where you got the TV where you can pull up stuff for your guests. And... Yeah,
1: oh, it's like a whole thing. We got a whole uh, film going here, short film. You know, I do love musical short films. Do you? Or you call them music
2: videos? If for the layman, for for us old timers, music videos—they <laughs> were one of my favorite things. Love coming home from from school and watching TRL. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that was like the coolest thing. All right, what's what's number one this week? You know, or yeah. at night when they would actually play music all night all the long.
0: Time. Yeah, that was the best, man. And now they just replay reality shows. That's what they do
2: nowadays. No, it's basically ridiculousness TV now. Oh yeah, that's yeah, all they they the do place show that that have that show on all the time, all the time.
1: Uh, yeah, for me it was like VH1 in the morning when I get up for school. I'd watch a bunch of music videos. It's like my routine. Getting up, watching fucking what was a bit popular one, uh, like I've got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. I, I that music video played all the fucking time on VH1. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: a good way to start the day. Yeah, while you know, you're eating your Cheerios,
1: uh, you know. Well, yeah, I guess I did eat cereal more back then. Just more of a special hey, K we, guy. We
0: talked about cereal last
1: time we got together. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know, it just keeps coming up. It's it's an important part of the day because you know you could start your day off. With all this variety, there's so many types of cereal, right? Like, what what are you looking for in a cereal? Uh, depends. Well, right now, it's just protein. Yeah. Protein and uh... fiber is something that we're all lacking. My mother likes to tell me this often. You know, as a male, a male should get like 30 grams of fiber a day. And most diets are are not accommodating of that. And so, you, you know, you got to think about your fiber in- intake. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's from that's from mom. Yeah. My mom right, right, told yeah, me the, to tell you old this. mom wisdom.
1: Yeah. I'll tell her I've been up on all the, uh, you know, new science and uh, I'm doing more of a carnivore diet. So I'm no fiber, no fiber. Yeah. Tell her just to
2: eat meat only.
0: Only meat. Yeah.
2: I don't want to try that. I just <laughs> I, I have I want to do it. I just don't know if I can commit. Because right, I, right, cause I right. like doing – I like eating a little bit of everything. You know? Sure, sure.
1: You like the variety in life.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I like having that freedom to just – I'm going to eat this today because I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to door dash some bullshit, something that's not good for me. I'll even go on a limb because spicy foods give me agita real bad. What is that? It's, it's a, heartburn. It's like an East Coast term okay. for heartburn. Okay. Agita. I, yeah. You're giving me agita over here. Yeah, that's something you hear a lot back like, oh – your your mother's giving me agita. That's something you hear a lot up in New England. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So already coming out with the slang on me. Okay. Just decide in. to go with a regional term then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if flexing, like what right. what Colorado like terms are there? Like slang Colorado terms. I don't I don't think
1: there are a lot of I mean yeah. you know, it'd be like more like uh, you know, X game type lingo. You like shredding the gnar and type yeah, of stuff, or, yeah, you know, hitting pow, f- yeah, fresh pow, yeah, mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe some Native American words. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be refreshing. Spanish, actually. maybe the Spanglish. Spanglish. Well, yeah. like
2: Spanglish. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. righty, and uh, yeah. So you guys met doing. You guys didn't meet doing pod. Like you guys weren't like lifelong friends. No, but uh, it does feel like it, right? You guys told a story on the podcast where like you just like met over a fence, right? And when you guys hopped the fence, yeah, like, it, was, just, it was,
0: was pa- the it was his patio. Met. Yeah, so Kevin, you c- you could start it off.
2: Well, yeah, so going back to I moved to the Denver area back in two thousand seven. Um, got my own place, you know, was kind of kind of a loner, didn't know a lot of guys. And two thousand seven, yeah, yeah, that's when I came out here shortly after I graduated high school. And Kim Ier didn't know a lot of people, um, ended up meeting a, a mutual coworker and we're like, he's, he needed a place to live. I need a place to live. So we were roommates and he worked when I was home and I worked when he was home. So we kind of had opposite schedules. That said, I'd spent a lot of time on the patio drinking beer, which I still do to today. And this was, <laughs> you know, what are I, 13 years ago, something like that. And Art was one of those guys that he would always roll up after work. You know, he'd see me drinking beer and, you know, he would just kind of invite himself to come have a beer on my patio. Okay, you like a, you're the one because you would work close to where he lived, right?
0: So the, the parking lot that where I parked my car, when I would get out of my car, I would walk to my unit and I would always see this guy standing there on his because he's ground level patio. Right. So like you could just walk up and um and I would always just see him there drinking a beer and I'd like give him. Hey, what's up, man? You know, how's the day? And it started slow. But eventually, you know, I finished a long day and I wouldn't mind having a nice, cold, crisp beer. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And and he seems like a cool guy over here, right? So I just asked him if I could uh, have a beer with him. And I think maybe that happened once or twice. And then I was like, hey, let me jump on the other side. And uh, and when I jumped over the, the patio thing, that's when, like, the friendship kind of came to. Like, it was no longer just the guy passing by, ha- coming to have a beer. It was, it was somebody hanging out and then... And then we would hang out. When for, did
2: you learn his name? <laughs> like right away? Or like, <laughs> yeah. I, he's I'll, just the I'll patio like guy. I'd like to think pretty quickly. Just the drunk redneck was what I was called for a long time. Okay. Um, you he know, had no hair on his head back then. I was bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mm-hmm. choice. Bald look. I didn't have Bosley or anything. hair. I didn't have ant yeah, ha- so like like legs to my head or anything. Insult yeah. So to yeah. bald people. Balding <laughs> people. I got some bald friends and they're beautiful people. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure they wish. If they could grow hair like yours, I'm sure they would choose to. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, my hair <laughs> my hair's all right. I put a little bit of product in it. Arthur usually thinks I have dandruff, but it's really just the hair product. Okay. Is it's it like a gel? gel dries it's a gel that, that dries then, up. Mm, and people yeah. think that I need to sell some blue, which I guess is a dandruff shampoo. Right, but it's not. But it's and not. You that. just got to change what you it style. Th- yeah. But I like the product.
1: Well, if it's leaving people thinking you have dandruff, you should switch to a paste or something. You think maybe it's like kind a, of
2: forming cream, like a pomade?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe like a forming cream. A pomade might be a little too, uh, too shiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want like a matte look or you want like a, a wet
2: yeah, look? Uh, yeah, that's a good point because there there is a fine line there of of between those two. Yeah. The, the
1: matte look will give you a little bit of a sheen, but it like dries and like it, it Ages and it looks more like uh, I don't know. I like that better. I think it'd be a good move for you. I think I need to I need to work that in. Yeah, because we're having a an inner, an intervention for well, you. I mean, yes. your right your now. hair
0: looks nice. I didn't get to see your hair last time because you were wearing a hat, of that was great. By the yeah. way,
1: yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you
0: but it y- it looks it looks good. What is that? A year and a half? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah you
1: pretty much nailed it. Yeah, a year it and a half, half a growth.
0: It takes some time too, and, oh, and yeah. then you got to get through that awkward phase mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. nothing looks right. And I don't know how to trim hair to tell them, like, hey, I'm trying to grow my hair out. Like, can you trim it so it could grow longer?
1: You don't trim it. You just let it grow.
2: Uh, You just go with whatever's happening? Yeah,
1: you just got to let it grow. Well, to a certain point. And then once it's, I mean, then you can be like, hey, I'm letting it grow out. But the style that I had it in, you know, isn't conducive to that. That's what I did to my, my sister actually cut my hair the last time. Okay. She did it. She's a barber up in Greeley. So hairstylist, I don't know what you'd call her. Beautician,
0: maybe. Cosma,
1: so, cosmetologist. cosmetologist so, that sounds really right fancy. Word.
0: How how long ago was that?
1: It was about a year and a half ago. Yeah.
0: So she's given you a fresh haircut, and it's lasted a I year and fresh. Fresh.
1: I a mean, half. I mean, I was like, "Hey, I'm going to let it grow out," and I had a like a shorter, you know, more of the traditional, like high and tight, okay. before. And I was like, you know, it looks all wonky and stuff. Can you just cut it so that when it you know gets longer, it's growing in like a I don't know, shapely manner. <laughs>
2: Nice. So there was some prep work to to grow in that thing. Yeah,
1: hair. yeah, but it had already gone, you know, outgrown
2: the previous hairstyle okay. and was looking weird wonky, you know. It takes a commitment and a level of patience that I don't know if I have. I've tried growing my hair out a couple few times. You know, that's where I just got real complacent with buying like one of them wall buzzers mm-hmm. and that's just you know right down to a zero and just, you know, a lot of people thought I was a skinhead right, with yeah. that look. But for me, it was easy. Low maintenance fees, you know, just shave that some bitch once a week. Yeah, but you look so good now. Oh, thanks, mate. Once you know, what, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to be presented like this, like, wow, look at that guy. Sharp,
1: got it together.
2: I, I suppose so. I it's mean, it's like, it's easy, and I look like a skinhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was my early 20s self. All right, okay, gotcha, you know, gotcha, gotcha. The drunk skinhead. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: so that's how we met. Right, yeah, that right. is. Kevin had no hair on his head, zero hair. I was hopping the patio. And then we would just really have a lot of conversations, right? Like we would be talking, enjoying the beers, and time would just cruise by like a train uh, in Europe, you know, like one of the fast trains. <laughs> and um, and all of a sudden, it would be like 2, 3 a.m. Whoa, you're we, hanging out. Yeah, we would just kill time. and And so we always had a conversation, him and I did um and we've always wanted to do entertainment i always wanted to do music right you started off rapping right correct and he used to record it and kevin always wanted to sing too and he and he, you did do that stuff too mm-hmm. and yeah, okay, we
1: had a discussion about your guitar enthusiast and yep i yep. assume you can play that
2: yeah play with the ridge runners for a little bit that was a fun uh denver project that we launched and oh, it kind okay. of fell by the wayside when COVID hit and that's when the podcasting thing took off. But yeah, going back okay. to the old days, man, I love reminiscing on that because I forget a lot of it. And I'll, it's important to remember those 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 old times because I remember, man, when you jumped the... Uh, yeah, he's pulling it up right now. If you type in uh, the Ridge Runners, it should come up. Um, yeah, when your feet landed on the other side, of that, I was like, man, I don't know about this guy just yet. You know, it's, it was a pretty aggressive a approach. shot of whiskey, you guys? That's us. Yep. Interesting. Yep, that's Interesting. us. There it is. Okay. I think these...
1: I can imagine... You wearing those Ariat's on stage? Oh, we yeah. talked about boots on the last podcast, and I noticed you're wearing them, so it's nice.
2: You know, you got good attention to detail, man. I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> yeah, there, there I am singing. Okay, these are some good songs too, man. Okay. What's the song about? Oh, obviously getting over a girl, right? Yep, yeah, it's exactly. I literally wrote that at Finugis Bar and Grill in Parker, Colorado on a bar napkin. Um, oh, wow, Coming okay. off a breakup. So it's a legit kind of, you know, tear in your beer kind of song. Gotcha, gotcha. But it, it gets a little bit fun. You know, it goes through the, the motions of a guy that's going through a breakup and then finding a girl to hang out with. I think that's awesome, man. I mean, that's where you get, that's where you get like the
0: most, a lot of music and... And entertainment and triumph, it it comes from hard times. And so, like, when you're a creator, like, you almost have to be thankful for your hard times because that's going to help you come up with some of the better content, right? Like, as a comedian, like, talking about the hard times, people love hearing about that because comedy is a very rare area of entertainment where it's it's interesting how you have to read the crowd and be transparent and all these other things, but also – you know, have fun with it while talking about things that could be tough subjects. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was a big fan of uh Christopher Titus. He is uh, yeah. know that guy? Yeah. yeah Titus I mean, Nation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, His whole thing was, you know, first talking about like his dysfunctional family. And that, that really resonated with me a lot when I was a kid. I remember hearing him on one of the first podcasts when I was really getting into him. And he was like, you have to be over like you legitimately have to be like over all this trauma to be able to joke about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's the only way you see the humor and you can like, let it go enough uh, to, to find the humor in it. And that's always been a, a little bit of a sticking point for me.
0: Well, I mean, that's a great life <laughs> lesson in general too. like have, have a sense of like acceptance and neutrality because things happen to everybody. Right. But it's like, what are you going to do with that? Like, it's your responsibility to figure out what you want to do with what happens to you. And if you can accept it and, come from a neutral place from yourself, then that's when you can start moving forward. I mean, life is funny, man. It's easy to get caught up, right? It's easy to get caught up in things.
1: And, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're writing a song about it, you're processing it, you're, you're turning it into art. That's great. Did
0: you do that with your rap? Oh, your yeah. rap career art. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have written a lot of music based on my Pain. whole, th- my whole thing with, uh, with music was to use positive words. Positive phrases, um, open-ended sentences. And that way when anybody listens to it like a question? N- no, just like like I I say it in a way where I I I would do my best to <laughs> not use eyes, me's okay and so okay. I'm saying it in like an open way where you can put yourself right, there and interpret okay. it whatever yeah, way yeah. you want. Sure, sure. But um music to me was always just a, a way to reach people without, you know, ha- having other people's hands in the pot and all these messages. And honestly, it was a good way to vent because you'd be frustrated and then just you put on a loud beat in your car after work and you start freestyling over it like you get that out and um, and it's fun to create. And that's something I want to do more. I, I haven't really been present with that in my late 20s, early 30s. Like I kind of fell off. And um, that's one of those things that I, is always like, you know, I want to I want to still pursue that.
2: So you got some stuff on YouTube, man. What let's let's have him pull up one of your songs.
0: Okay, yeah. If you search what, raw with an E at the end, raw article. You got uh, like one of your. These are old
2: freestyles. And a, then. You got what? Time Won't Stop? Oh, on yeah, there. yeah. Do the Time Won't Stop yet. Yeah, yeah. Cheesy one on top. So here's some of Art's creations.
0: time won't stop my flesh will eventually rot so while i walk stay smart pick apart my heart couldn't picture that walking on the unknown path develops a stronger man harder than compressed carbon under the land where yeah, so i am um, i would do my best i would always try to make the beats you know, everything from scratch, mixed in myself, you know, and, and, and like learn the programs. Right. And if you if anyone searches
2: this, it's a cheesy like picture <laughs> thing.
0: Like this is the first time I ever messed with anything like this. It's, right, uh, right, it right.
2: sounds great, but it does. The the, the slideshow you chose there are just <laughs> yeah. a little alarming. The slideshow is a little
0: odd. But um yeah, the meaning of this song is that time won't stop. Uh-huh. You know, it keeps pushing on there, you know, with no remorse for the loss time. Time moves. So what are you going to do with your time? How many heartbeats are you going to have? How many footsteps are you gonna have? Like, you know, it's it's gonna end eventually, like time, time won't stop. So the whole point of that is it's kind of morbid, but at the same time, it's it's important to think about, you know, what we have in the present and and what we're able to, you know, what what can we make of now? you know and it's so it was kind of presenting that and that's what's fun about music is you could tell stories like the first verse is the first part of the story the second verse and then you have your conclusion third verse
1: do you think about it like storytelling like yeah. uh, you have a story you want to tell
0: yeah a lot of songs not all of them but you know music is is just like it's so interesting cuz podcasting is an awesome entertainment spectrum and it's it's very organic but music you can put all this little details and like Easter eggs into her and, and you can, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's a lot more,
1: uh, you know? Yeah. You, you put a song together mm-hmm. so you can have um, that time to build it. Whereas this is just a conversation we're having right now, you know? So it's a lot more uh, uh, in depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do, you do more like country Kevin, right? Yeah,
2: it was. So but it's both storytelling is what I'm getting definitely at. both storytelling for sure. And I, I, yeah, that's a good way to tie the, the knot here and come full circle is, <laughs> Like, the level of creation I've always wanted to do is just being real and telling real stories about myself, not fabricating so much. I mean, there's always a little bit of grease you can put on it, you know, loosely based on true events. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. (laughs) But comedy is the same way. It's not all. Sure. Yeah, facts. You kind of run with the story and put some yeah, grease yeah. on it. Yeah, that's funny if I say this. So exactly. you go that way. And, and, and yeah, we're, we've all done it as creators for sure. No yeah, doubt about yeah. it. So what, what happened for me is when I got into the scene of playing music, I ended up getting hooked up with a bunch of guys that were old school Denver rock and roll guys been playing for 20, 30 years in bar bands and they were hard rockers. And the one thing I noticed about those guys is the older they got, the, the, they kind of wanted to tone it the down more to more cocaine they had to do. Well, there was a little bit of that, of course. <laughs> sure. We're talking rock and roll. You know, yeah, and no. that's that is, a, you know, the porn star that's cocktail, a little bit of blow and whiskey, of course. Um, but playing with those guys, man, it, uh, you know, it became my old bass player, Pete, who we're going to go see him open up for Texas Hippie next week that's at exciting. Herman's. Yeah, we're going to go check him out. He came up with a term for for our style, which was farmageddon and Cowpunk. Because it became this country rockabilly. It was like its own weird genre. Okay. And I had so much fun falling into that. How punk. Yep. That's an interesting term. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you got good,
0: Kev. Kevin started off like, because his, I feel like one of your first introductions to music was watching me make music in, in my studio because we were like catty corner apartments, that same place where, uh, you know, I hopped the patio. I was upstairs, but on the other side. So like we we're in the same breezeway and everything. And so he'd always come up and chill and I'd be grinding on these beats like that beat I made in that room. That's the same room. Interesting. And, um, and so, you know, he was getting, getting into it and kind of finding himself. And then Kevin picked up the guitar and started playing the guitar, which is like a, not an easy feat, especially mid-20s. And you got, you got good at it, man. Thanks, buddy. Um, right. Same with singing and stuff. Getting your, your But that's the thing is everything takes time and it's fun to express yourself. But, you know, you got to really take the time to, to try to do it all right. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's not easy to do it right, regardless, you know, the pod, like how you have this podcast set up with us comfy on the couch and then the TV so we could see what you're searching. Like, it's it's legit, man. Yeah, it's taking a long time.
1: Yeah, it's just over time. You have to. Oh, it'd be nice if they could see this, you know, Yeah, it just. Yeah. Like, so it takes time.
0: Yeah. And that's caring about the project. You want to care because life is so limited going back to like the the time won't stop track. Um, (laughs) Life is so limited that it's like, you know time's going to pass by regardless. So how, how great would it be if you could fill your time with things that are important to you sure. and things that you care about and that are interesting to you. And that's, that's how I want to live, man. Like I want to, I want to think for the future, but I, I really want to live in the now and, um, and just appreciate what's going on around me, you know, cause nothing lasts forever. Like this, you know, everything is limited, I guess. And, and so that's why it's important to, to kind of, Take some time to think about that.
2: Well, yeah, sure. enjoy the moments. I mean, I, I've been looking forward to being here for since we booked it. Oh, yeah, for you, sure. You were on our show a month ago. I'm like, man, we're doing left hand right brain this week. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't forget it Friday night. You know? Yeah, I was hate having to to uh schedule things so far out in advance because it's like,
1: fuck, I want to do it now. Right, you know, like, right, it's right. like it's like a chris waiting for Christmas. You know, kind of a thing. It you is know? so knowing that you can't do it until a certain date. I don't know. It's always one of those life things. It's like I hate waiting. Yeah. And so it's like I, I always like the idea of just being like, let's do it right now. I'm like, like with uh, my, my friends that I'm really close with. I'm like Kramer. I just come over whenever okay. I was like, oh, I don't like to set it up because then I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's something about putting something on a calendar is uh, hard for me. Is really? It, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, you know, again, I just want to do it now or I'm like, oh, it's so spontaneous. So let's hang out. But I mean, it also doesn't work. The older you get, the less charming being the Kramer is, you know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I want to get to how do you guys, how would you guys describe your podcast for the listener? You know, who
2: do, hasn't uh, checked it out yet? I think our podcast is, uh, you know, if you go back to episode one, when it was recorded on a cell phone and sounded like a complete Would you recommend shit, that? No. <laughs> okay. I, I mean. Yes and no. Some people really enjoy going back to yeah. you know to the first episode and, and, and hearing the whole progression. You know, sure. No, that's that's yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, you, you know, we, going back to what we said, we just decided let's just start recording conversations, right? And that's how discussion combustion kind of started. Was just Arthur and I shooting the breeze like we're doing right now, with a couple beers. Let's record it. it sounded like shit for the first couple episodes, and then that's where the Ridge Runners actually ties into this because um, my lead guitar player of the Ridge Runners had a studio which we practiced in and we split it in half and did one side was the band one side was a podcast studio. And that's mm-hmm. when it changed the game. We started getting better equipment, better mics. Right. So it started to become something. Right, so right. for, for listeners that haven't, haven't heard our show yet, they're really, you know, the, the name can be misleading. Sometimes people yeah, think so it's like, controversial. It's cars. cars, or it's cars. <laughs> yeah. We've heard all those. Exactly. Sure, yeah. Uh, but it really, Names are hard. <laughs> they are. Yeah. It's like, they are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can, you know, Left hand, right brain. Right. So people might think, OK, maybe this is, you know, an in-depth conversation about people fuck up the name all the time. <laughs> yeah. although I do pick hard names for the, the things I like. I don't know, for some reason. Yeah. Loose choc- Los Chupacabras. Los, yep. <laughs> Let's get drunk and talk about your wedding. Great stuff, man. Love right. what oh, you're yeah. doing for sure. Thanks. Um, But yeah, going back to DCPC, it, uh, it's just a free flow. Like you saw, you were on our show. We drink beer. We have a good How time. How have you not said the mission statement yet? Well, because I'm getting to it, Arthur. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to set. up I'm, I'm setting the tone I'm here. just I was just wondering. When, I mean, <laughs> you can't. You can't lead with the mission statement. I mean, most people do. I feel like maybe I fucked yeah, it no, up. No, Ke- no, I mean, no, no, Kevin's doing giving your that. thing.
1: This is yeah. how it goes.
2: No, I just had to give him a quick hard time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is. John Ekstrom, actually, shout out to John of all trades, John Ekstrom. He anytime he's in the room with the two of us, he always calls us an old married couple because all Art and I do is talk shit, especially off mic, but even on mic. Yeah, it's part of the charm. You it's know? part of the fun when you spend that much time with someone, you know, building an entertainment platform and, and doing podcasting. But the mission statement is pretty simple. It's it's to be critical, loving, accepting and include any and everybody. Giving people a platform to be heard, giving a platform for people to come on, have a beer, open up, talk about whatever's going on, promote things. It, it's, it's really at the end of the day, given an opportunity for people to promote what they want to talk about, maybe their business or just come on and have a beer and be themselves. Mm-hmm. Getting back to that realness. That's yeah. that's that's where I fell in love with podcasting was the realness of it. And whatever your
0: profession is, like whoever you are, like it's it's fun to to get to know people and and why they do what they do. Like sure, everybody has their own hat that they wear, but that's not who you are, right? You guys want my hat go. People love <laughs>
1: Thank you for mentioning the hat. It's a big deal in the
0: well, no, I, my I meant,
1: comedy circles. Is my well, hat.
0: I was meaning like, you know, everyone wears their own hat professionally. Right. Yeah. But, you're but also your hat is awesome. Hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, no, no, it is. Uh, it, that's a nice hat. <laughs> I wonder if your head's the same size <laughs> the as listener, mine.
1: I've been wearing a hat recently. Okay. <laughs> Looks great. And yeah, people are really noticing. Yeah.
2: I noticed. I mean, that was, I was intimidated by it.
0: You right? know, the, the hat sets off the outfit. Like you can't, it could, it could all be different, but yeah, Ke- Kevin and I just <laughs> want to hang out, get to know people. Discussion combustion is, is for the people. It's bigger than Kevin and I is how we look at it. Like we're just the vessels and, Interesting. And, and we just want to, um, to, to create, you know, a, a place. I mean, I, I air out my uh, opiate addiction issues that I had with that and, and sobriety and then like how I messed up so many times, like, you know, we're really upfront on that program. Kevin's talked about his problems and, and we don't want to hide anything. We're, we don't want to play a character when we're recording. So we're very genuine. We're upfront. We've cried on the show. Like we talk about real shit, but at the same time, you know, we goof around and, and have some fun and, and put some back too. So it's, it's like, therapy. it's like life. There's, there's a bit of everything, I guess. I don't know.
2: It's a little therapeutic. We were actually listening to our app that we did with you on our way over here just to kind oh, of okay. for a refresher and. It's always because I don't usually listen. I don't. You're probably the same way. I don't want to speak for you, but I don't listen to a lot of my episodes back. No, I do. I love myself. Do you? That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm very narcissistic. I feel like us as entertainers, <laughs> we kind of are. Because yeah, I don't. I don't want to be completely full of shit here. There's plenty of times, like especially when we do other shows, I'm going to listen to this. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm okay. more apt to listen to myself on another show than I am on my own. So I don't know what that <laughs> That's means. True. But it's no. true. I mean, yeah, I've done it, it every here. time. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, anyhow, going back to l- listening to Archer that we did, there was some therapy in there, man. Like I just, I love what we can capture those real moments of opening up, talking about real shit, right. you know, the struggles and all that stuff, airing that stuff out, getting it on air. It just provides not only a release for myself, but if a listener can just one listener tunes in and says, man, he just said exactly what I'm feeling. That's the best part. And I think that's what keeps me coming back every week to do podcasting. I just love that. Right. Well,
0: and one thing too, that the the podcast, because I was still abusing when I started the podcast, right? So I was still using, and I knew I wanted to get better. I was trying for three years, probably at that point. And it actually helped hold myself accountable because I wanted to be honest. I wanted to be real and upfront and I, I wanted to like be better, but I was still using it. And I was dishonest on, on the podcast for like eight months about how I was being better. And, mm-hmm. and, but I wasn't, and um, eventually, I came out about that, and when I did that, and was like, you know what, you know, I've had some slip ups, and and was just honest about it. Like speaking to to the microphone, it held, it helped hold me accountable in the long run. And it's just, it's so interesting to me because just the power of of talking about something and like wanting to be true to yourself and true to listeners and. And, um, and not doing that. And like, I was trying to lie to myself, I, was, I guess I was faking it till I made it sort of thing. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, the podcast has a lot of power, man. Uh, you know, for, for any podcast, because you're essentially like creating and as long as you get in it, stick to it and do it for the right reasons and you, and you enjoy doing it, then like the sky's the limit. And and that's how we look at it too, man. We can't wait to just keep getting to know people and building our network. And we're grateful. I mean, you, you're having us here in your awesome studio right now. And like, this is an opportunity and, and like, we see it as that, like, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Like, so, so that's what our podcast is, is really just appreciating all
2: parts of life and, and, you know, and getting to know people. Yeah. yeah. Having a beer with them yeah, or a polar.
1: Uh <clears throat>
2: I've been not drinking. Uh, anyway. Good for you, man. That's yeah. awesome. How hey, long, man. how long
0: is that
1: now? Uh, well, uh, the high plains was last weekend. So I, uh, a buddy of mine did give me a whiskey Coke and I drank that. And it was so just uh, the one. Yeah, just the one. I mean, it's been like a couple months.
0: That's a um, one dude. drink in several months.
1: Yeah, I, I was just like, I read this book called This Naked Mind, and it was all about like not, you know, thinking about what you're doing, not doing things mindlessly. Yes. And I was like, oh, I think this, the drinking and, and a lot of like eating for me is the same thing. And uh, just, you know, I don't like this idea of like doing things, not being in control of what I'm doing. And uh So yeah, I was drinking that, and I was like, oh, maybe tonight will be the night I, you know, let loose or whatever. But I had the one drink, and like, I felt a little bit of a buzz, you know, Mm. just not not a crazy. But I was like, oh yeah, this is the feeling I'm chasing every time I'm like drinking more, more. Mm. It's like, but it's not going to be any better than it is right now, you know. Like this is what it is, you know. I mean, it was a real exercise in like being in the moment and like being like, this is, I guess, this is the feeling I'm looking for, and this is it. And okay, doing more isn't going to give me this any better it's only going to be trying to chase that so anyway that's a, it was an interesting uh
0: that's awesome though, exercise man. yeah that's awesome i mean coming out a couple months yeah not drinking changing your eating habits that's not easy to do
1: uh do you want to get in a little bit just for listeners? listener do you want to summarize uh your addiction thing just so that they know where you're coming from oh, like you know sure, they might not
0: have sure followed the whole story yeah, through no, the podcast yeah, no i'm happy to to spill it out so in my late teens <laughs> yeah in, in my late <laughs> teens i was uh you know, casually doing you know opiates, sure. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Per- like perks, many people, <laughs> perks, <laughs> yeah. vicodins, okay, whatever. And it wasn't a big thing. And then, like as time went on, like it progressed, sure. right? And I thought that it was helping me excel because I felt really good. I wasn't like a dope head on it. Like I, I would get You're kind of excited, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, for the most part. But i will be like really itchy, and there's a bunch of telltale signs, like mm-hmm. my voice would get deeper and shit. But, um, yeah, so, so I abused, I, I used it for like 12 years and at my worst point, I was selling cars, I was doing tax exempt uh, checks and I was using all my money to get high to work, to get high to work. And like, I was in this vicious cycle of losing money and, and being in the negatives or right, right there, uh, skipping out on payments, busting my credit, you know, and I was just – I got to that point where I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm really tired of not having money. Sure. Right? And thinking about how am I going to pay my bills and how am I going to get my fix. Did you and, think
1: this was helping you be more creative or anything? Because I know a couple people that were like, I have to do cocaine or I'm not going to be able to create or whatever.
0: I mean, to a certain extent, I, I felt – because I have a heavy sales background and I felt it helped me sell better. Sure, yeah. You yeah. know? that was Yeah, 12 years going hard. And then once I acknowledged like, hey, I got a problem – it took five years of of you know trying to not get it and getting it and being disappointed in myself again and to and to like and then the the whole government thing happened where they shut it all down and like a lot of scripts got cut, and that was a huge blessing, like cutting down uh uh prescriptions yeah, yeah because people were way over prescribed sure and that's why and that's how you were selling them yeah. yeah yeah and so um so that helped and it was just a long long road of um failing myself over and over again, lying to people, disappointing people, you know, feeling low about myself, wanting to be better, failing again. Like that was the struggle and that took 5 years. And then the last time that I did an opiate, so like last December, I was like, "All right, I I'm 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 done, right?" And then February came around and like one just happened to fall on my lap and I was like, "Whatever. I'll, I'll just take one." And I took it and I kind of felt all right. And then I just remember feeling so tired afterwards. And like, I used to have dreams where in my dreams, there were like nightmares. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open in these dreams. And, and that's like when you're nodding off. Right. And so I'd have nightmares about that, but that was the last time that I ever did it. Like I, I didn't enjoy it at that point. So it's kind of like when you had your one drink the other weekend or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. like you were like, I had it, eh, you know, not what I'm looking for right now. And ever since that moment, like, of course, I think about it constantly, you know, you, you got to fill a void because it used to be such a big part of my personality looking for it, trying to seek it out, find it, get excited to take it. Like there was a lot of emotion in there and and that was all gone now. And so I'm still filling the void, but I'm I'm just doing doing it with the right thing. I mean, I still smoke and drink and shit, but like I just had to let that hard thing go. So, you know, it's not, if you're dealing with a problem out there, just be, a, be upfront and honest with yourself about it because that's the place to start. Like if you're lying to yourself constantly and lying to people around you, then that's, that's the worst place to be, you know? So that's the podcast helped hold me accountable. I wanted to do it for a long time, get off of it for a long time. And now that I got money in my bank account and I'm not worried about rent and I could afford gas anytime and get food like that feels way better than getting high ever felt, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate you letting me like talk about oh, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying to take true. up too much time on that subject. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's a journey. It's know. a journey, man.
1: And it did you knew him while he was using this whole time then? Kevin? Oh yeah. 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 So, I saw,
2: I saw a lot of it um, for sure. And, and I'm not completely innocent here myself either. Cause I think you asked a great question. Did, you know, did, did the substance make you feel more creative? And I can speak to that because <clears throat> playing in the band and also podcasting, I'm usually under the influence of alcohol. Both right. times yeah. Yeah. and other drugs. I mean, there was a lot of cocaine throughout the band. There was, you know, just a lot of shit. So I can relate to that statement of sometimes the booze, especially in podcasting, you know, helps you open up a little bit. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and probably doing stand up, you, you know, you, you've probably been. Yeah, i have gone back. Before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, playing a show, it's like, OK, you kind of fall into and I'm, I'm guilty of this. It's something I got to get better at is not necessarily. OK, it's podcast night. Let's get fucking bombed. <laughs> right. You know, let's drink. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. but I have a tendency to do that. So right,
1: yeah, you want to keep the party going. I get want, it
2: exactly, yeah. and, and it does. It does kind of give you that that feeling at times, and, and it can and then you cross that line. There's always that line where it becomes um, two pints of ice cream. You know, it's like wow, <laughs> yeah. that first one wasn't enough. That wasn't Let's enough. Keep the party going. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But that's a, yeah, it's a struggle, man. A lot of people are dealing with addictions for sure. So, yeah. but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I did know art through those dark times uh when when we first started this cast he was kind of coming out of that um so yeah i did see a lot of it it has to be hard hard to you know see someone going through something and you know uh you know, want to give
1: them that space but also trying to help and not get pushed away i had a buddy uh uh, a long time ago uh he was like addicted to cocaine and stuff and i like was like hey man maybe you should think about not doing that and then the next day he like cut me out of his life he was like really? I'd, yeah i would go and hang out at his place all the time like i had a drum set there and we were like oh we're gonna be musicians and uh you know listeners of the podcast probably have already heard this but long story short he was just like here's your shit don't come back basically because you you, you were concerned for him yeah we've been like, like yeah. lifelong friends you know like uh you know, all through like uh, school and everything, and uh, you know, he's just and still, yeah. No, I have I've talked to him like once in between there, and it was just uh, in between, yeah. Him, you know, <laughs> kicking me out in a way, and uh, where I am now, and it was just it was just very clear, like we're on different paths now. You know, like we just didn't really have that uh, same connection but you know that's it is what it is passage time and all that jazz but sure. uh you know yeah it can suck and it can be hard yeah it didn't mean to go down this road I just you know no, it's, I, it's I, very I interesting love, and I it's love hard to stuff. talk yeah, about so yeah
0: this is this is good stuff to talk about and you know i feel like in modern society everybody is so programmed to just put their best foot forward constantly and post the best pictures about themselves and all the best stories and my life is going so great but the, the thing is that like everybody struggles, man, like I'm not unique, I'm not. And, and, and none of us really are, right? Even though we right. want to be, right. we yeah. all want to be, but, mm-hmm. but everybody is mm-hmm. unique in their own way. And so it's just, it's interesting on the journey that we all have to take. And, and one of the most important things that I feel like anyone can do is something that I've heard you talk about a couple times, JD. And, and like you kind of pique my interest and gain my respect by even talking about it, but it, that's being conscious of your thoughts, like in actually trying to put an effort to think about what you're thinking about. (laughs) Right. Like that's, it's such a a lost thing. And I, I feel like I harp on this all the time, but you know, our heads are happening. You know, the, the the subconscious is moving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to move whether you're paying attention or not. Right. So if you could try to influence it, I mean, Kevin, I've seen Kevin, Start using affirmations and stuff, and like the way that that's changed his personality. Like from the first time I met Bald Kevin to now, Kevin. not now sexy haired Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's the new hashtag
1: there. Yeah, you're definitely on the glow up route. I think you got a the trajectory's going great. okay.
2: You're doing good. Oh, thanks, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean you're you fine know. too, Arthur. I've just you always had the slick look. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have to
0: look. No, Ke- no, but I'm. I'm just saying though. Like we we could all be in a hard place. We could all be in a hard time, but. You know is that what you want to focus on or do you want to focus right. on the the work and and like what you're trying mm-hmm. to accomplish and the hard road and i don't know man i, no, I could get on a soapbox we could we could have a sure party, yeah
1: but uh well, but the, the the through line of like you know staying positive and all those all these affirmations and like the self-helpy what i would call self-helpy stuff you know yeah. it is in the in your pod and i hear it a lot and i'm like oh these guys are really on a on a path you know that's a I get from the pod, and I mean it's not bad or it's just like you know it's very uh, on Front Street with your pod, and uh, you know I, th- I think that's great, you know, and I guess and, you know, it makes sense of it comes it's coming from this place of uh, you know addiction. We're, we're and, trying to and get better, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: we all yeah. are. And it kind of developed organically too, because you know going back to your original question, what's the cast about? It was just showing up and drinking a beer, and then whatever kind of happened happened. And we see it more in our solos, you know, when it when a guest cancels or something like that, when it's just Art and I drinking beer on the mics where we kind of get into that, you know, that stuff. Hey, what are you dealing with? You know, what's, what's the advice for people that maybe are sharing those same struggles. That's usually kind of how it comes back, but you just never know what, what's going to happen. I, I like the idea of not pre-scripting, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. just like, just like here, we sat down, you set us up, man, let's chat. You know, to me, that feels the most organic, the most natural and the most real that you're going to capture for sure. And that's what I love about podcasting.
1: And it seems to be going well. Cause you guys went from recording on a uh, iPhone, I guess, to now you guys have your own studio space. Like in a nice building same studio or same building as my agent uh big fish entertainment uh so i was like i know this building when i got there <laughs> see it seems to uh, work uh yeah you universe guys have unfolds your own as o- it should yeah you guys have your own office so you guys got your name on the fucking i don't know what you call that thing on digitron the, yeah i'm a digitron when you walk into the building you'd be like oh <laughs> is there is called dcpc no, studios. it's not a digitron i don't know i was just going with it i don't it's, the, it's a the large touchscreen yeah it's a kiosk i don't know so it's like you guys are on the sixth floor you got a whole thing going you guys said you're producing other podcasts and now are you doing a video podcast as well or you have a video component to the podcast?
2: Yeah, yeah. YouTube is uh, you know, we we really wanted to capture that that video aspect, you know. So we and we started at our old studio going back to the Ridge Runners. Um down in there is where we introduced the cameras and kind of brought that in, figured out what the fuck we were doing because that became challenging in itself. Like, you know, we we were showing you a little bit off off mic and off camera, the setup that we have with the board and all that stuff. Yeah, the board stuff. It's nice. It makes it a little bit easier, but it still all has to happen live action. Yeah. You yeah. know, it'd be nice to get a producer to run that. So you don't even have to worry about that and just sit down and chat. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I like the video aspect of podcasting. You know, we were actually just having that discussion on this drive over here, listening to it. Cause it's like, okay, it, it's, it's two different entities, so to speak, but watching it, Um, It reminds me of that meme. You've probably seen it, what it feels like to, to, to watch podcasts and it shows the guy hanging out next to an ice cream machine and it shows everyone real happy having an ice cream and he's just hanging out with the poster that's on there. It gives you that aspect of like, okay, I feel like I'm involved with this. You know, you're relating to these expressions and you're feeling like that, that live action. Um, So that's what we tried to capture with the YouTube, you know, just throwing the cameras in there, same conversations, same great discussions. Now you can see it. Yeah, Yeah. You know? But not everybody's into that. Yeah. A lot yeah, of people that's... would argue, and, and I'd be curious to hear your opinion on this, JD. What do you think? Is that is it still podcasting if it's video? Is it now a vlog? You know, because that's always been like a controversial topic. If, if there's something worth watching,
1: I think that makes it worth doing video. But I mean, I've I've been against it ever since it started coming around. Cause I'm like, I, I don't think watching me sitting here and talking is gonna make it any more interesting. And I enjoy doing things on listening to things on audio anyway, because I could be doing other things. Exactly. While I, you know sanding a table, fucking mowing the lawn, doing the dishes, you know, folding laundry. Uh, that's a big appeal for me as well with the audio stuff. So, uh, but people enjoy watching still or, you know, putting the video on until just listening mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard plenty of people talk about that. I guess. I don't know. I was going to ask you whether you think it's worth doing all the extra work to do well, that.
0: Honestly, when we switched it over to the uh, the Roland, which is the mix board that we got and the software it actually started cutting time down because I would I it auto equalizes all the audio tracks. I used to go in there and like cut and you know get the wave files looking right and get it all equalized and then we would send it. And um, so I, I feel like it cut time down. But our podcast isn't centralized about. It doesn't have to be video. Like we're not showing screens on there and like reacting to stuff like that. Those need to be video podcasts, and Probably needs to be watched. You, you I know. mean,
1: anytime a video uh, aspect came up in a podcast, I would just mostly listen to it'd be like, oh, I'll go look that up later. Like, I'll okay. remember that. So it was just like a so different that's way of interacting. Then, right? Yeah. Like playing this music video. It's like you don't have to see it, but I yeah. mean, you can hear it. But sometimes there are some visual things that is nicer to see. But again, I was just like, oh, people will be like me. Then they'll be like, OK, I'm going to engage more with this podcast by actually pursuing going on, pursuing whatever. Mm-hmm. This visual is, but some yeah. people might not want
0: to take that step. That's, I mean, however you want to get your entertainment, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, is, is uh, the whole video thing is just fun for us. Because honestly, Kevin and I, we just kick back and, and we'll just crack up at how stupid we both think each other are. And we'll, like, make fun of each other and, and all this dumb shit. And that's, like, part of the fun for us. And so. That's true. I, I don't know. Video is, is great. And then you get that YouTube audience as well, which which we feel like has yeah, helped. Yeah. But um, man, our, our listening audience, uh, you know, props, because that has steadily been growing. Pe- people could see the YouTube numbers. None of the other stuff is, is uh, public. But man, it's, it's, it's just wild, you know, and I, and I hope that the shows affect, you know, like that. That's the main thing. That's why I open up. That's why I share my stories and become vulnerable and almost cry. Like, should I almost start tearing up just talking about my stuff because I'm passionate about it? But, um, you know, if, if we could affect one day, one life for one moment just to like you know then then it's worth it and we're we enjoy doing it too so like you know check check
1: yeah yeah it's nice that you guys are uh enjoy podcasting too because i think a lot of people especially recently been getting into it just to get into it or as a springboard to other things mm-hmm. and you can just tell when they're you know not their heart's not in it you know so i appreciate that you guys are uh you know in it so thanks man it's cool
2: yeah, and it's it's a super saturated market. I mean, we we've heard everybody's got a podcast now, right? Hear it all the time. So and so did this, that, and the other. And I you know, going back to the entertainment aspect, and I would even tie some of the narcissism into it, but I don't put that as the the headline. You know, yeah, sure. You know, the YouTube aspect added that layer. It just ch- it just checked another box, you know, because of like feeling legitimate or no, just like just like another platform to be on. Because okay. I remember like when we started this project, it was like the more platforms that we can be on, the better. Sure. You know, and it was like, OK, so YouTube, we, we could do it old school and just run the logo with the audio behind it. That's all well and good. But why not, you know, utilize some of the tools and resources and throw a video behind it as well? So I think that also played into that decision. Right. Yeah. And you guys are like, it's like a business for you guys. You had to invest uh, money into the
1: all the equipment and stuff. Sure. And it's like that's this thing that's like holding me back with like trying to do anything
0: more than what I have already. It's like, I, I mean, know. I mean, it's hard because. Like and anybody who's interested in starting a podcast, like just do it because it's something you're really interested in. Do it because it's something you're passionate about and you have something to share. Because if you're if you're doing and we were told this by John in the very beginning on our first episode with him, he's like, you know, don't go into podcasting if you're looking to make money. And honestly, it's not easy to make money in podcasting. And so if you're going to be sitting here spending like five grand on a three grand on a mix board and like you know all these lights and cameras and yeah, like that's pretty hefty for no return more than likely. Right. Right. Or, or a very long return. Like you'll get it back in a long time. So, you know, honestly, it's just something that is f- like, I I love doing it and we really hope that, you know, the passion behind it and, and like, is, so one of our things is, is CQC. So consistent quality content. If we could show up every single week, be consistent. We show up every single week and we have good quality, we have decent mics, you know, good, decent cameras, you know, good, good board and good quality of stuff and then content, like, we have interesting people in, we talk about real shit. If we could do that every single week, check those three boxes, the CQC, like, eventually it will come. And then that's kind of what we think and we would like to build like a, a discussion, combustion production empire to where we're t- starting to take podcasts underneath our, our wing or, you know, helping produce shows and You know, just building a community and and like collaborating with like your community, like what you've built, and like you know, collaborating with the the other successful people around here because there's so much space in the podcast community. And if people want to be jealous and hateful, then that's on them. But I feel like there's room for everybody in this uh, entertainment.
2: Have you experienced
1: any jealousy or hateful people in podcasting? I don't
2: think not, so. I, not so much on on from podcasters. Right. It's more the, the the listeners and stuff. But the hate, I love oh, it. Interesting, I love it. I think it's one of my favorite parts. I loved it in the band as well. Um, you know, because it gets people talking. Sure, it, it yeah. gets people yeah, talking. It, talking it, dri- it drives traffic a little bit. It, and one point I'd like to add to that art is just you know investing money in something that brings happiness. Right. I bring it back to the band. You know, I spent a thousand dollars on a Martin guitar and a, and Marshall amplification. You know, if it's gonna that return on investment for me, if it's gonna bring me a sense of joy and peace, to me, that investment's worth it. Totally. So, you know, rather than, okay, what's the end goal with this thing? We're trying to get X amount of views, listeners, whatever. If we're enjoying our time, you know, th- to me, that's that's top priority. Right. You right. know, what comes with it, it's great. Sure. Yeah, yeah that makes all,
1: all kinds of sense. We're going to get into these lightning rest, uh, round questions here. Yes. All right, for you guys. Um, all meant to be in fun. Doesn't have to be one word answer, but uh, hopefully, well, you know, first thing off the top of your head. All okay. right. Okay. So, uh, well, these will be for both of you, but one of you, I'll go, uh, you know, Kevin will go with you first. All right. <clears throat> Who do you think you are? Uh, I think I'm a drunk redneck. Okay. Oh, uh, I think Aren't I'm them? a modern day hippie. Yeah, I noticed on the podcast you want to say I smoke weed. You have to say I'm like friends with Bob Marley all the
0: time. I, I don't want to be so obvious. Come on, just so funny. Like if people can't keep up with that, come on. I'm, I am if I'm a, a stoner, not
1: the most. Va- I mean, yeah, I think it's funny. <laughs> modern day hippie. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay, uh, Art, you first. What makes you so great?
0: Um, uh, optimism.
1: Okay, loyalty. Loyalty for you, Kevin.
0: What makes you so great? I mean, I I, I wouldn't say. Uh, Great is a
1: heart is a is a good is a is a big. Cause it's a contingent, it's right? A it's like a measurable word. term. <laughs>
0: yeah, great is. A, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder. That's true. Well, I would say it's it's um, it's your ability to it's kind of laugh and, and like your sense of humor about things and and also your ability to you know stick to your guns.
2: Just based on what I know.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'll use that next time someone asks me.
2: Uh, <laughs> this is a big one. What motivates you, man? What motivates me? Um, success, helping people, being here and there, being being present. That's what motivates me. Taking everything in, learning. So I know that was a lot of answers right there, but I was just speaking live action, everything that was coming to my mind.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, in, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, uh, what motivates me is enjoying the little moments, you know, and 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 like really seeing that sunset, or you know, just really enjoying hearing the 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 wind blow through the trees, or. You know, those little moments where it's like I could take a breath right now. You know, that's those little things motivate me and being comfortable enough and, and and right enough to recognize that.
1: Uh, the correct answer is spite. But. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you an artist? I guess it'd be you art. I'm, I would say to a, a certain extent, um, you know, I like to create. Uh, I, I don't an artist, you know, I would say maybe a musician because um, uh, I'm not a good drawer. Or anything, okay. like that. And I mean, feel do like you
1: consider art only things that well, because like
0: when you think art, because there's all these different spectrums. Like you have art, like paintings. Uh, you have musical arts. So there's a bunch of the arts, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's all they're all of the artists. Yeah, yeah. So I, my name is Arthur, and a lot of people call me Art.
2: <laughs> so yes, I'm an artist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to consider myself an artist. Maybe not a very good one, but I consider myself one. Uh, is it important to make good art? as well as going to be one of my next questions. Yeah, I think it is. and and But that's also contingent on, you know, the eye of the beer holder. Uh, so, you know, because everyone's going to have their opinion on art. Someone might pay five grand for this piece and have different values from it. I value art in different ways. I might get some value at it that he doesn't. So, yes, I do think that it is.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I believe in meaning within every piece, like, you know, every piece of life. Your life could be your art piece. OK. You know, like how much like, does everything have meaning, you know, or seeing the meaning within things instead of just things happening and you, you you know, whatever, what I'm thinking about the next thing, like try to soak it in. So, so yeah, yeah.
1: Let's, let's put meaning on it. And that would be what makes it good is that it has meaning.
0: Yeah. Because it's not just, it's not just something that's like slapped together to, oh, maybe I can make this look interesting. Like. You know, maybe there's a reason to why this is like this for me. And then and then with the beauty of that is everyone's going to interpret things their own way. So there's going to be new meanings because you had a meaning in the first place and people are going to interpret it in their own way. So it doesn't matter if it's good. (laughs) No. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be great as long as uh, as long as you felt great doing it. It's got to be direct decisive to the point, Art. I'm not good at that. (laughs) <laughs> does uh, life imitate art, or does art imitate life? I would say that they're one and the same. So synchronicity between both. Okay,
2: I think it does. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're that again. Perspective being reality. We've said that how many times? Um, yeah, I could. I could see both. Uh, what gives you the right, Merka. Oh, I'm trying to keep it simple here, Art. What gives me
0: I uh, the right for what? You know exactly. Um, That's why it's rapid
2: fire. Ah oh,
0: man it's, you know, it's also your interpretation of uh, conscious awareness gives me the gives me the right being aware. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> Last one, and then we'll get into uh, wrapping it up. Uh, what's your problem? My problem is um, being in my own head too much. Right. My problem is uh, my my problem is complacency. Like, I feel like those are the things that I need to attack the most. And, and uh, conscious ignorance is my problem. Conscious ignorance. Yeah. Like I know I'm being ignorant about something. I know I'm being stupid. I know I'm eating too much food or whatever. Like I know I'm drinking too much or, and being ignorant to that.
2: Yeah. That, that's my problem. Hmm. Myself. I'm, I'm my problem. <laughs> <laughs> my, right. my problem is alcoholism. hundred percent. i been developing for a long time. History of alcoholism, my family. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something we touched on a little bit in this episode, you know, with, with substance abuse. I drink every day, every single day I drink in excess. And and that's definitely going to have to be something I, I put in check. Interesting. Anytime soon or is there anything? You know, that's a good question because I've done sober October for the last three years. Right, right. I, will, I will not be doing that this year. Um, and the reason for that is we were going to do sober September that failed. And I'm in that, that, that addict mentality of, well, well you
0: just do it for yourself, man.
2: Well, I'm going to do it art, but it's going to be, you know, well, are as you it, planning on doing it yeah, I am. next year? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, every addict's like, oh, I'm going to do it when this happens, that or the other. In my mind, I've always said I'm 32 years old right now. I'll be 33 next year. By 35, I'd like to be sober. Is that realistic? Is that uh, giving myself a cushion to bullshit my way till then? I don't know. But that's that's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah, it's a serious one. Yeah. That was- yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: those are uh, not light issues. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like I stubbed my toe. You
0: know
2: <laughs> it's, uh my problem is, my is that I can't sleep that-
0: through the whole goddamn night without having to wake up the piss.
2: That's part of beer drinking That's right there. Bad.
0: No, I'm just, I was trying to just throw it off there a little bit. It could be your prostate too, though, bro. You know, I don't know about that. I, I mean, it
2: could be. Everything checked out healthy last time. Did you get a finger in the ass, though? I have. Okay. Oh, so it
0: was so an Asian, it was an Asian male. And, Whoa. It wasn't his doctor, though. That's mm, the thing. <laughs> you know, life's an interesting thing, and. You know, we are but of the stars. So, you know, so light, life is. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just stardust going in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Hope we weren't too dark for
1: you, JD. That's not, <laughs> that wasn't the intention. Uh, yeah, that's, here. Not the, that's not the darkest part. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, you know, that's just good old fashioned butt play. You know, that's fine. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Eh, okay. Yeah.
2: I think it's fair. That's the poop shoot, man. Yeah, but leave it alone. I think you could be all right with it. I don't
0: know. So you didn't want the finger up your butt, or did you? It was the first time it had ever had happened. and
2: But it was medical. It wasn't like. Yeah, a- it was
0: medical. I told him, sorry, sir. Like you know. Why? Did you poop on him? No, it, I always called it the forbidden forest. I'm a hairy man.
2: And you, so you
0: apologized? Yeah, I couldn't imagine that being nice to look at. Yeah, but he's seen That's them all. his job.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he seemed worse. You know, probably. Yeah. You shouldn't apologize for your body. You know, I guess that's I think that's a, what I feel about, worse about that. You felt like you had to say sorry for just a normal human It's a, You
0: know, I'm insecure about that. And you're, <laughs> but your you're asshole? right. You're right, though. You know, like uh, like girlfriends and stuff, they want to see your butt and you're one. They want to see your butthole. Right.
1: What date do they ask to see your butthole? That's like, definitely like later seventh. on.
0: That's later on the seventh
2: date. How long were you dating your girl before she saw your butthole? Ooh, um, not long. Not wow. long. Wow. Well, actually, you know what? That's not fair. I'm not going to. She, she didn't see it. She felt it. OK, so, so there, there's, there's a, a lot difference of there. Touching going on in your guys' lives. <laughs> yeah, she she threw a finger in there on a camping trip. And I'm not going to lie. It was it was it was pretty decent. Um, But now I deal with hemorrhoids. So I wouldn't recommend her doing that now. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just being honest. So, can you
1: get rid of hemorrhoids yeah. or is it like
2: a lifelong thing? So I think I'm at that point where um, I'm going to have to. Does a doctor have to get involved? Yeah, I think so. Because the preparation H it does provide some relief. for. for you taking long dookies like where no, you're art. sitting
0: there forever? It and, goes and back to not... my
2: alcoholism. I'm telling you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because if you're sitting there on the toilet forever, you already pooped and you're just relaxing your butt. Hemorrhoids like, that are a real deal. create hemorrhoids. So you need to poop and then get off the toilet.
2: Yeah shit or get off the pot I, i'm not a long comfort, shitter.
1: comfortable place for me you know do you I ever wear a blanket
2: you, while you're on the toilet no i've never done that mm. i mean what are you doing well you're talking about comfort like that's shitting with a blanket
0: yeah like let's say it's in the middle of the night it's a dirty blanket <laughs> you're waking up to having to do this and instead of the blanket you grab a towel no to, I, to throw over your legs while you're
1: taking no it, down. it goes
0: over your shoulders oh yeah, you know, like a because you're cold, like, a, like rope? a pashmina. You're that cold. You know, I keep the AC cranking. Uh-huh. You know, I like it super chilly until you shit. No, even then, I like it cold even all the time. Cold enough to get a to throw a shawl on. Yeah, you know, you get comfortable there. You don't know. You're you like half asleep. There? You're trying to keep. You're trying to keep that sleepy going. You're like half asleep. You're like I got to get through this so I can sleep better. You know, but I don't want to lose it. The that's, sleep. That's or the just poop? me. The the sleep. Okay. Yeah, because you're like halfway late night shit All right yeah okay. I didn't expect to, to open up about this but <laughs> well you that's, know, I, I that's know I'm not at. the only one I'm like, like you're maybe butthole, in this room just
2: surprisingly open
0: it's <laughs>
2: yeah. It's open for visitors for sure. Well, no. Okay. the right visitors. No, it is, out it's, there. no,
0: it's 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 taped
2: off. It's is called the it? Forbidden Forest. Forest. So you get a new set of listeners. Set no slash visitors. Slash That's a national coming. park. New guests coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't just be so quick to say no way. I'm not doing that. I think there is some great things that could come out of it. Um, but my my ass. Your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. the the exit only can sometimes allow some visitors mine's not really in a position to do that but maybe you know one of the listeners is and all I'm saying is it might be fun sure Well, I'm glad we can get to that very important message I know that was the
0: most important kind thing of a rough about. way to
2: end this man I'm sorry
1: no no uh, well we <laughs> usually end the podcast uh, by doing like a pitch for a movie okay okay so uh, let's create it all together here guys you have a genre movie like okay um What's your favorite genre? Uh,
0: like uh, sci-fi or, um, y- you know, like uh, like Tolkien. And,
2: all
1: right. That's fantasy. and, and yep. all,
2: fan- Fantasy, sci-fi. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. So Terminator mm-hmm. 2 is my favorite movie of all time. So sci-fi has got to go in there and then comedy. Well, sci-fi
1: is the through line there, I think. So we can go like, so we're talking about, you want to do a robot thing? Let's do something space. Or do you want to do aliens? I'm, I'm good with either or. Probably. Okay. I, I'm leaning more towards the aliens. Okay. Aliens. Sounds good. Okay. Do the aliens want to destroy the planet, or are we on a different planet?
0: Different planet. Okay, we're on a different The aliens are microscopic, and what they do is is take control of the host and then um, start to influence them and also it's like Mm. the flood from Halo, basically.
1: I don't know that reference.
0: Okay, so so it's basically a parasitic uh, alien that you know has its host and regardless if it's like an animal a human or any sentient life then it can take control of this and it has a hive mind so all of the anywhere that the parasite has went and infected all of them think on the same level
1: yeah are the main characters from earth or is it like some kind of different alien race that's the uh the protagonist
2: I'm, I'm picturing the the characters from avatar okay. so whatever planet that was Pangea. pan yeah thank you yeah thank you yeah because i didn't know that right yeah but i love okay. that movie so the, so well, the, let's not use that
1: specifically because it's you know copyright or, yeah i mean it's like already a thing yeah you're right <laughs> but uh you'd be more original what am i doing no i mean it's not not the you know everything's similar to something you sure. know in some way so it's like let's say it's uh it's like this uh, Halo thing meets meets Avatar in a way. Mm. Okay, so let's just make the uh, the 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 protagonists uh, blue aliens. Is that okay? Okay, human like aliens, but they're blue and they could have tails. Does that make you feel better? Yeah, and, that's and pretty they, good.
0: And their bones were like uh, carbon fiber or something. Okay,
1: so they're, yeah, they're so pretty they're, epic. They're yeah, they're like Superman
0: type, like strong. Yeah, very strong and long. Okay, and so they get. Infected, they they start start bringing back on. They bring it back on accident to their planet. No, let's say instead of space, because they didn't leave their planet, they weren't space travelers. They were mining and they undug it. They like so this this has been there for a while. Yeah, it's it was been encapsulated in the ground. Are they like a
1: more Native American type um, culture, like in Avatar, or are they like a you know advanced civil? Not that. Native Americans aren't advanced, But I mean, you know, technology wise, hmm. uh, you Absolutely. know, more modern. I think we
0: go modern. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go modern. And, you know, they, they start. How about
1: it's us in the future and we've evolved in, to have blue skin, tails and carbon fiber. You know, it's actually Earth. But you know, okay. in the future, they're humans, maybe on a different planet.
0: Oh, so, so the, the parasite ended up forming because of all the destruction and pollution that we did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe there's Before something about like, changed. yeah, yeah. that's something that we've escaped. Yeah, like, sapiens died as we knew it, and this new creature came, but... Like, th- evolved from us. Correct. But right. there's a problem that the sapiens left behind, and that was buried sapiens. within... That was buried within all the, the archetypes. Yeah, so like, yeah, like, this uh, parasitic thing
1: followed us to this new planet, killed anybody who knew about them, and the old technology whatever got buried and now that this um species has evolved to be where it is now and they're mining you know their technology and they're they've gotten to a certain space where they can get down to wherever the original colonizers were now this thing is let let free set free yeah Okay.
0: And they don't know what it is. Sure, sure. It's, it's so small. It's uh-huh, just a people, people are acting weird. Animals are acting weird. Yeah.
1: Who notices? Who's the main character? Who Does one person notice and like we have to we have a resistance or is hmm. there an
2: army? There has to be some form of disturbance here to really. What if there's two podcasters that are like,
1: what's going on? There's yeah. something wrong.
2: Yeah. something Something's off here. The frequencies are being thrown off. There's some red flags, something alarming is happening. Frequencies. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm seeing it like a, a yeah, frequency disruption. You're you seeing know? like a monitor that has a frequency on it. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe, or like you're hearing it and that, you know, you're doing a podcast and you hear the interruption. Or there's you know, just, just that sixth sense. Or, or like they just
0: feel something's weird, something's building
2: They can the hear it in their headphones. They
1: can hear the microscopic <laughs> something, organisms. Yeah, something's like developing. Yeah, throwing like a hum into the technology somehow. Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm.
0: I think this could actually turn into something that's pretty epic. How like many script dope, writing, I how many like. dope movies have you put together? Like, what was the coolest one? Like, if, well, let's let's focus on this one. Okay, first. sorry, I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah. just getting curious. To, mean, like, what I mean, else?
1: you'd have to listen to the podcast, I
0: guess. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to here. the ends <laughs> of them. I'll listen. <laughs> okay, yeah, do your homework, uh, <laughs> Hey, I always procrastinate as a child. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, they're they're uncovering this. The hive okay. mind is yeah. real. No
1: podcasters, but you know, they're like an archaeology group. Yeah, that goes down there. Yeah, finds a civilization.
0: And, and they're starting to see this like this change in people and right, animals, right, right. but they're all acting so similar. And what is causing this? Right. And then they realize that it's all within a hundred mile radius of this mine. Right. And it's and it's quickly spreading. Right. right How do right. we stop the spread? How do we identify nuke. where it's coming from? We nuke it. Do they have nukes? Sure.
1: Okay. Or whatever the nuclear equivalent yeah. is on Pangea. Okay. Okay. Pangea. Yeah, and the dilemma is like, do we nuke it or can we live with it, learn to coexist? Ultimately, we can't
2: though. Yeah, it has to die. It's a it's a parasite. Yeah, so either we're going full parabolic, <clears throat> eliminate this shit immediately, or how are we going to adapt with it? Yeah, I think the uh,
1: there's like a Superman esque thing that happens at the end where they ship off their their uh, last uh, untainted child into the into space. Okay, and the planet gets taken over at the end.
0: And then they then they but go to the Pangea. They go to Pangea, and that's it's where they're already whole, on Pangea. Oh, I thought we were on Earth.
1: Well, we it started from Earth but the the okay. parasite took over we start, came to Pangaea. Cuz it would
0: be cool if like that last capsule was like the beginning of to a story that everybody's really familiar with. Like Superman. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a different take on a Superman origin story. Okay. In a way.
0: Yeah, but you don't know that until the variant. Yeah, then you're like, yeah. "Oh, what?" What? That's Krypton. Yeah, you're like, "Wow, that was epic and and horrible yeah, and the yeah. whole planet was lost." yeah yeah that's good yeah I like I movies see it. I like okay. I like movies that don't have happy endings I like movies where like the main character dies or the people don't end up falling in love yes like, those are cool movies to me because it's like damn that was some real shit it was real right yeah. right
1: yeah uh okay so let's cast it who we have as the main guy like uh war woman we can make it a girl or non-binary alien let's have a non-binary alien uh protagonist who's like leading the uh Mining expedition and then, you know, has a child that they shoot off into space. You know, the kal Kal-El person.
0: Man. I don't know enough but It's, it's going to be
1: like well, it's CG, so we can do a voice. Who's in it? Like, let's have
2: someone do a voice. I feel like John Krasinski comes to mind. Sure,
1: yeah. He could be one of them.
2: Yeah. yeah I feel like he's probably in one the running. Of the two partners, yeah. You know, Matthew McConaughey would be probably the next that could come to mind. Sure. If we can get a woman's voice, though, that's I think we need... Yeah, you're right. Let's Ooh. just get Pam back in there. You know, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher would be perfect. Yeah, why not reunite? <laughs> it's, it's, Let's get that Jim and you know yeah, that Jim, Jim and Pam. And Pam yeah, it's thing happened going.
1: a couple times on the pod. You know, I, it's, <laughs> a, it's a, something I'd like to see happen at some point. Jim and Pam get back together.
2: Yeah. So Jenna Fisher is one of
1: the voices, and and Jim, John Krasinski. John Krasinski is one of the voices. Okay. Well, else okay. we got? And then the parasite, who's like the hive mind parasite, Creed voice. from The Office. Whatever his, uh, his probably, real name. It is sounds Creed. like we're on an Office reunion. Yeah, we're yet. doing this. Yeah, Creed definitely I think it doesn't have the most <laughs> intimidating voice.
0: Um the dude who did uh, Thanos, uh, Josh Brolin? No, oh. or actually actually it'd be cool to have it as like, you know, Cortana, like um not Cortana but um oh, StarCraft, did you ever play that game? StarCraft? No, I'm not a big gamer. Okay, so the Zerg was like this this alien and and um the the female protagonist freaking Dw- Dwight played the cosplay of that character in the office. Yes, it, I recall was, the
2: episode, but I don't know the... I'm
0: trying to remember that person's name, but that would be a good one. Okay. Sorry, that wasn't specific. It's like... Yeah, it's like, I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah. We need what an if, aggressive voice. What if um
2: Phyllis was the voice of the uh, hive mind? You think that would work? Because she's kind of got like that... Because she did... What was that? That that movie uh, Inside, Inside Out, Out, I think it was yeah, called. Yeah. yeah, she did. And she the, played like sad. The, say, uh, the sad. Yeah. She's kind of got that, you know... Okay... You know, that comforting, sad voice. That would work. I think Gilbert Godfrey popped in my head because I, I just, you know, his voice Gilbert is really. Gilbert Godfrey should be the voice of the hive mind. Yeah, I think so, man. Okay. All right. You're out, Phyllis. It's Gilbert Godfrey. I think that'll work. Okay. I, I, can, I can picture it. I can see it. I can hear it. Sure. Okay. Sci-fi. Sci-fi is hard,
1: you know, because yeah, you have to build a whole world. You can do world. anything. You
0: can do anything in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. then what do we call it? What's the name of this? Sci-fi post-apocalyptic different planet hive mind semi Superman origin story I'm thinking something simpler like new beginning the takeover
2: or takeover yeah. yeah. it's definitely the something or two, like a two word the hive that. or just hive mind yeah or like yeah. a lost planet or something lost planet's not bad lost, lost planet. planet's pretty good the lost po- planet post planet you know thinking like a two word response mm-hmm. I like lost the lost planet Lost Planet. We can go with that.
1: Lost Planet.
0: I don't know because the planet gets lost at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, they lose the planet. So it's like you're kind of you kind of know, but you don't know how it happens. I always like that when movies it starts at the end and it's like, well, shit, how'd you get here? And Mm. and and they like break it down Mm -hmm. and keep telling this current story. Like that's kind of fun. So we kind of do that with the title, I guess. Sure, Lost Planet. Okay,
1: that's gonna stick. Planet yeah. lost, maybe.
0: You mm-hmm. know? Oh yeah, let's mm-hmm. do that. Planet, planet lost. lost. Yeah,
1: because that's like yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't
0: a planet that was missing. Like that, yeah, they couldn't yeah. find it. Planet lost. It, it was. It's no longer here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Planet lost. That was yeah. Nahama. I like that. Yeah,
2: that sticks.
1: All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on. I appreciate your time. Uh, it's time for the plugs.
2: You know, where can people find you? Uh, any social medias you'd like them to visit? Things like that. We're on uh, pretty much every social media platform that there is. DCPC Podcasts on Twitter, Discussion Combustion. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. You can find us just about everywhere. Uh, tune into the show on every streaming platform available for podcasting. Uh, YouTube slash Discussion Combustion. Yeah, man. Nailed it. Email us at Discussion at gmail.com. Um,
0: you know, life is a beautiful thing and we can make it what we want to and and we would love if we could share some time with you and JD it was such an honor having come to your house and your studio and and sharing your space with us, man. Like we look up to people like you in the Denver area, man, like John, like yourself. Like you guys have been grinding hard, it's not easy, it's not an easy gig. But but you're you're diligent, you're sticking to it. You're doing the CQC and we respect you for it, man, and we're just really happy to be here for it.
1: Oh I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, you guys wrap up the pot however you want, but that was beautiful. I think it's good. I will say I will kind forever and be excellent to each other. <laughs> Peace.